Blog Talk Radio. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only going to give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, midweek show coming at you in full effect like we do each and almost every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Central. That's 10 on the East Coast, 7 on the West, 9 on the best. That's that dirty third. But, hey, it's neither here nor there. We've got a pretty, you know, we're previewing a who is that weekend of boxing because we've got a lot of guys that, are on the come up. They're old and we haven't seen them do anything spectacular in a while. And we also got a couple of Asian niggas fighting this weekend. But low key, there might be something something out there for us boxing fans this weekend. This this Saturday is jam packed with fights. We've got fights on the zone. Fights, fights on Fox Sports, ESPN. Then on some Asian channel, they fighting on Sunday. That's probably the same thing as Saturday night, really. Probably early Saturday morning. Um, so there's a lot to talk about. Uh, Thurman saying that he's retiring De La Hoya. And I also want to talk about Polly Malinaji and this guy, Artem, I don't know, and it's bare uh, bare knuckle bare knuckle boxing sports club or fighting club that they've got going on. I've seen the first thought I seen saw the first bare knuckle boxing. I lo- didn't re- I watched it a lot too too bloody for me at some points. I think I had to turn it off. The second one really too bloody. Um, so, but there's a lot of talk going on. I, I, w- I want to know if the guys have been watching this. Polly Malinaji being a, you know, a guy, I think he's a two-time champion. A guy who's who's a who's a faith in boxing. Most people know who Polly Malinaji is, but he has no hands. So I don't see what the hell he's doing in this bare-knuckle boxing. And why the hell is he spitting on people and slapping niggas? And what type of niggas is getting slapped by Polly Malinaji? But before we start previewing that who is that weekend of boxing? Let's go ahead and take it to the family because these niggas is here on time this Wednesday. On time. So I want to check outside, seeing, seeing is it snowing out here in Texas? No, it's just a regular day. Maybe hell is frozen over. I'm not sure. But once I said I needed a white co-host, I noticed the next shows these niggas is on time. 
and I love it and I appreciate it. So let's take it to my guy, my main man. He's he's what you would call the opposite of Romeo, because when it comes to his game, he's lacking. Lacking. But he is my guy. We've been rolling hard for a while. You know, I want to let y'all know we're at like 15,000 streams. That might not seem like a lot, but we are. We were starting with like 30 a pop, then it was 100. We're looking at like 200, 300 people listening every show. And I want to say, tell y'all, we appreciate that. We're growing, but we still hoeing a little bit because we should be on YouTube. But that's neither here nor there. We will make it to the promised land and get those views up to give y'all the realest in boxing talk like we always do. But let me take it to my guy out there, Central California, tag team partner. We started this whole thing outside his boxing podcast. Took over the last show, slapped that nigga, got him out the way. Now we're doing our thing, and we're going full steam ahead. Let me take it to my man, R.C., out there in Central Cali. R.C., what's popping, my man? How's it going? What's up? <laughs> oh, man. I feel like this is a, an introduction to a class for some light-skinned guys who need to get tougher or something like that. The way you're starting off this ninja's. Uh, this ninjas that talk. I mean, uh, game might be the opposite of Romeo, but when it comes to the roster that we got, the boys on Hugh Hefner out here on the left side, left coast. There he goes, holding himself uh, again. <laughs> well, at this point in time, um, free agents can do whatever they want, and there's no tampering involved with it. So. Um, but nothing much, man. Nothing going on. Um, just got out the gym, made it back home, and uh, just kicking it right now. About to settle in and get some boring ass meal prep done right now. But yeah, a good a good title for the show. Who's this? Because um, judging off a few names, I was like, man, this is a. I don't know how how this is gonna go, but uh, it's gonna go nonetheless. And ready to rock. Yes, sir. So you're taking sounds like you're taking this. Uh, you know, you've been talking for the last couple of weeks about being in training camp. I see you on the uh, Instagram and uh, everything. You know, doing doing your your, yeah. your usual workout yes, selfies. You know, you've got the little bunny nose, and you got you know you got a weight in your hand and stuff like that. So meal prep looks like you're taking this serious, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I weighed myself today. I'm at one sixty nine. So. Nine pounds to go. I was at 174 this weekend. And uh, what'd you say? You had what? Yeah. How about you? 174 this weekend. 174 this weekend at 169 right now. Yeah. I don't know what they're laughing at. They might be laughing because, you know, you got to be 200 pounds at least. But hey, I don't know why they're laughing, man. But nah, I'm, I'm glad you're taking Canelo. it serious, man. I'm coming. What you say, Canelo? <laughs> hey, you want to get the here. job done right? You got to do it hey, yourself. Hey, this isn't a Sunday show, dog. We're not taking any disrespect of Canelo on here, man. You know, 
So uh, be watching for that mute button next time you talk to some silly shit like that. You want to see Canelo, man. That's lights out. But let's take it a little further south. Let's take it a little further south to my man JP, who just got off. So let's take it to the East Coast, to my man 100 Grand Janelle. Janelle, what's going on out there, man? Uh, how was that little Malcolm X celebration? I saw you. Oh, it was always, you know, it was always a blessing, salute, man. It was always a blessing. I'm, I finally met Mal, oh, Nelson Mandela's grandson came out. You know, we hollered at him. You know, man. He's, a, he's, a, he's another knowledgeable brother. I met Dr. Umar, man. They was knowledgeable. You know what I mean? He's another knowledgeable brother. Of course, Malcolm's daughters. I love talking with them. You know what I'm saying? They're very knowledgeable themselves. I mean, so it's a blessing. It's like I'm going to never worry with him. I go down there, you know what I mean? I feel that. So does Umar Johnson, does he have the college? Is the college real or not? Did you ask him about that? Oh, oh yeah, of course it's real, man. It's real, man. Come on. Come on. Come on. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't fall I have for no that. idea. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying, but it seems like you're falling for that. You know what I'm saying? So the media always trying to put us up against our own, man. I got to stop that. You really got to stop that, man. No, 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 I'm not. Well, hey, I haven't judged. I, he don't said fall he got for that it, propaganda, man. I haven't fall for it. I've got to see it to believe it, though, Janelle. I always remember he's universally, I'm not. He's universally intelligent, man. He's universally intelligent. I think Honestly, he is. man, I got my master's degree in marketing. I'll tell you firsthand, I didn't learn really nothing in school, honestly. And I got my master's degree in marketing. I'm telling you, some of the greatest minds in this world were all self-educated. Uh, brothers, you know what I'm saying? Malcolm X is actually one of them. Only, only eighth grade education. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doubting it. I just wanted to ask a question, though. You know, I like to, you know, I like nah, to stick man, my say, fork and things. Nah, but, man, hey. you might make me hang up on you. You might make me hang up on you. You might make me hang up on you, man. Hey, I don't like because of the school. Though, I just asked you, is it real or not? You said yes. That's all I said. That was just a question. <laughs> just a question. Hey, just a question. Oh, oh, oh. You say you're making a hey, talking about me. I want them to make. You talking about me disliking? You talking about me disliking brothers? I man, look at you, man. Look at you. Hey, I, hey, I love them, dog. But hey, I just say nah, this is taking a long I, time. I, so. I, I went so. to. He came to Houston. I went to the. I went to. Uh, um, uh, what's it called? I went to the place when he came to Houston and paid to see this nigga. So. You know, hey, I see what he's doing. I like what he's doing, <laughs> but, but I'm wondering where's his buddy going. But that's neither here nor there. Farrakhan is our best alive, though, man. That's the man yeah, I'm waiting this, to see right now. It's Farrakhan. I haven't met him yet. Well, I'm sure the, the the trajectory you're going, my man, my brother. I think you'll do whatever you want to make happen. I'm sure it'll happen for you, man. But this is a this is a who is that weekend? I sent you the list of fighters. Uh, but without breaking down any of the fight, do are you familiar with any of these guys? Big time. Uh, uh who? The list. I sent you the list. Any of those guys. The name of this show is we're previewing a who is that weekend. I saw something about you know. To I the, saw something you uh, you wrote Manny Pacquiao. Is he like Delahoy right now? But is this his farewell fight? Something like that you wrote in the text. But I was in the middle of doing something. I was actually driving, so I couldn't really read it too much. Would you say something oh, okay. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're just talking about the fights this weekend, but it's all good. I, that was just a question. But let's go ahead and take it back, back to the West Coast. My man JP's back on the line. Last week he was asleep, 
till about 9.45 Central Time. But he's wide awake this week on time like I love it. My man did a good show last night about what the hell's going on in uh out there in Lakerland. Um, you know, if you're a Laker fan, if you're in the ticket that's losing and not making the playoffs, it's probably a good good podcast for you to check out. We're going to Inglewood to the host of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast to co host of this show. My man, heavy handed J, aka JP. JP, what's popping, man? Brother, I'm chilling. Got off work early today. Picked up the kids. Came home. Started doing my uh, night capping while the sun was still out. So I'm straight. But as for the weekend, I, I have some interest. And it's odd to say that I'm the most interested fight I'm seeing this interested in seeing this weekend is Holly Malinazi in a bare knuckle fight. Now, I want to talk about that. We, I know we didn't get into it, but shit, motherfuckers acting like it's Polly punch you with his bare hands and don't hurt or something. So, we got to get into that. We got, who we got? Baby Mayweather doesn't hang me out there in action. I think we got a good middleweight fight going uh Terrell Gachet and um, Austin Trout. I mean, that got to be worth something. The guy, the winner should move on to some belt or something like that. So, uh, you know. Maybe I'll check in the box in this weekend. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. So let's go ahead and get to it. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Like JP said, we've got Devin Haney coming up for some kind of WBC international fight that's going on, um, international title. But Devin Haney... It's one of these guys that that uh my bad. It's one of these guys that's on the come up that we've been looking for and that's trying to make you know, make his name known in the what is he in the lightweight division out there with with Lomachenko and guys of this nature. But after beating his last fight, it was uh I don't know how I just lost the damn thing, but it was some African guy. He he gave him that work, knocked him down. I believe, we I saw the fight because he he was the uh, he was the headliner. This was one of those, you know, Devin Haney is one of those new guys that's coming at their they're pushing. You know, they're trying to give you this new generation of boxing, and Devin Haney is one of the guys. He's a, a skillful guy. You know, he's with the Shakur's, the low, uh, the Tia Fimos, which he's in the same division as Tia Fimo. Tiafimo Lopez, these young American fighters that they're trying to push. You know, my my guy from Michigan, I keep on forgetting his name, but that cat too. You know, these young guys that they're trying to push. And Devin Haney was actually on his way to be the first guy to reach that championship level. Now, Haney isn't as flashy as the guys. In fact, I think he only has 13 knockouts or something like that. Let me pull up his uh, his info. I don't know how the hell that. How the hell that shit just got erased? But Devin Haney is uh, 21, yeah, 21 and 0, 13 knockouts. He isn't as flashy as those other young guys, those young bulls at 20 years old, but he's pretty damn good. Like JP said, baby Mayweather, and that's um, that's about right. He's very skilled. He's very, very skilled. He's very smooth in there. 
He's got pretty good defense. Is it as good as Shakur Stevenson's defense? I don't know, but it's 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 close. It's close. I'll probably give it to Shakur, but he's pretty – Devin Haney is pretty good. And he was supposed to be the first guy to get that championship taste, that first championship fight, that real belt. He was in the talk with Luke Campbell, who I believe has the WBC fight, uh, WBC belt. If uh, no, no, he doesn't. Who has the WBC belt? Well, I don't know. He was supposed to fight Luke Campbell, so never mind all that championship talk. I thought that was for a championship talk, but he's supposed to fight Luke Campbell, who I guess is mandatory for now for Lomachenko for the WBC belt. <laughs> Let me see what the hell is going on. Does nobody have the WBC belt? Okay, so that's what it was. There we go. So he was. Rewind that again. He was supposed to fight Luke Campbell maybe for the WBC belt. But they said Luke Campbell needs to fight Lomachenko instead. So he's taking a step down, and he's going to fight some guy nobody's ever heard of, Antonio Moran, who's 23-3, and 17 knockouts. Hailing from, of course, Mexico. Uh, he just knocked out some guy who was 18 and 2. His last loss was to Pedraza, who I believe also is fighting this weekend, maybe even on the same card. But his last loss was to Pedraza, unanimous decision. I like Devin Haney. I'm sad that he didn't get, get to fight Luke Campbell. That would have been easy work. He would have been a champion. But He's going down and he's going to have to fight some Mexican who's 26 years old, who's a grown man that nobody uh, that nobody's ever heard of. I'm not sure if this is going to be a good fight. It probably shouldn't be a good fight. But, again, when it comes to these Mexicans, grown men, you know, Haney only being 20, that's the thing. He's still young. He's not even – he's not a grown man yet. When you got to fight grown men 26 years old, it might – you never know. You never really know, but I'm sure Devin Haney's going to watch these guys up or watch this guy up. RC, first, I guess the uh, first topic of the night is Haney versus Moran. We've heard of Haney, never heard of Moran. What do you think is going to happen with this fight? Yeah, um, he's definitely been a, uh, on the ups looking for Devin Haney to you know, take that next step in the, in this progression of moving up and and trying to get into that that stardom, just eyeball or that eye for people to take a look at. Uh, the 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 good part about it is, is, well, yeah, he hasn't been able to get the knockouts in his last three fights, but he has faced some competition that's been rather stiff. You know what I mean? Uh, with the, with the combined of four losses and what somewhere around seventy, eighty something wins almost 90 wins, or I think it's 89, something like that. So pretty good competition going up, and that's just what's going to happen. Um, young kid has a has – a, I mean, it depends on what he can do. On, on defense, we know how good he is, but offense, you're going to try to – you got to try and put a little bit more together and uh, give people what they want to see. But uh, he, he's definitely the goods. I like what this kid has as far as potential-wise. Don't really know where his feelings at at this point in time, which could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. Uh, but I look to see Haney actually put out a performance where he can uh, not necessarily risk uh, um, too many rounds in this fight, 
if you're going to show off your defense, make it early early on, and then you don't have to worry about going into deep water or anything like that. Uh, but I, I really do like Haney a lot. Tony Moran doesn't really have too much of the uh, captivating wins of the 23 that he's got. I think the 24 wins he's got, uh, a loss to Jose Pedraza isn't the, the worst thing uh, because Pedraza is game, and uh, that's not – that's not a big knock on his record that he has as far as one of the three losses that he had. It's not going back to, you know, what I believe somewhere around his 12th fight and then somewhere around his 18th, and then Petraza was a little bit up the way. But uh, I like the – I've seen Antonio Moran before. Uh, I don't think that it's – I wouldn't consider him a guy that nobody's worried about, but uh, for a guy like Haney, I consider he should be someone that would uh, probably be – uh, willing enough to be in in the danger zone, to where Haney could put on a spectacular performance. Uh, but with that said, uh, this one will be a ten round fight, and uh, I would be surprised if it if it gets stopped shorter than ten. But I got Haney in this one unanimously going into the cards. Unfortunately, I want to see something stop. I want to see it get. I don't want to see it going to the judge, judge's hands, but I think it will, unfortunately. But that's not that's not always a bad thing. If you could pitch a shutout, then, hey, name it a game. So uh, I, I like Haney in this one uh, by, man, I, I, I don't know if I could even give – I'll give him two rounds. But I, I see Devin Haney definitely getting this one unanimously into, into the cards. Yeah, that's definitely how I see you. I remember uh... – Man, I, I just took it off again. But that African guy that he just fought, um, Devin Haney just fought, he he dropped him and he looked pretty good in there. And then he started just boxing him down. Um, I don't know. That's the thing about Devin Haney. He, he's probably, when it comes to the skills, he's got the skills. He just has no pop. Shakur Stevenson didn't have a pop, but he all of a sudden does. But I think Shakur Stevenson might be 21, 22, you know, so – it might just be that one year, two years that he needs to till he can start, you know, knocking boys out. But he has the goods. JP, Haney versus Moran. Uh, how do you see this fight? Uh, are you interested in Devin Haney? Uh, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Haney took a different route. Haney and his father, I believe, held out of a lot of uh, promotions and kind of did it out the trunk, so to speak, you know. So I think Haney kind of forced his leverage and probably got himself a pretty good payday. I know he, and I believe his father's his trainer, so you have another one of those situations. We see these things often in boxing. Boxing is one of those grassroots sports, and it were to be a father and a son, and, you know, the son kind of living out the father's dream, so to speak. But they always end bad. I've never, to my knowledge, I've never seen a father-son relationship. I've seen these father-sons come all the way up. You know, Mayweather, Mosley, De La Hoya, Cotto, list goes on and on. But they never end well. I haven't seen one that has ended well. But y'all jump in there if I'm missing one. But Devin Haney, smooth operator, right? Blue chip. Everybody is high on this kid. He's a prospect. Um, I can't see this fight 
being too competitive because I just can't see Eddie Hearn risking a blue chip fighter. This, you know, when they sign a black fighter, if, if, if you ask me, when a black fighter is signed, look, man, you're, you're going to be a star. You've got to be a star. We don't need black fighters to fill the fighters to fill the role as warrior, as guy to go in there and get beat up. We need you to look invincible to sell you. Or be a villain, like a rap villain, like Adrian Broner. But, you know, that's in his last day, if you ask me. But his dad, definitely, you don't see him brushing his hair no more. I ain't seen his dad in forever. You know what I mean? And he was never the trainer. But, you know, I haven't seen that guy. Nonetheless, man. Oh, you're right. Yeah, no. I like Devin Haney. Uh, Like you said, so Willa, in these things, Sometimes a guy so young can get matched up with an old scrappy vet who they don't think got nothing left in the tank, but little did they know this guy had something left in the tank and really trained this time. That can happen. You see that happen with uh, classically um, Luis Castillo Mayweather. Um, actually, like, uh, damn, there's one on the tip of my tongue, but you see that happen often. You see that happen often, and it could happen, but I highly doubt it. I can't see – Dev, I can't see Eddie Hearn putting Devin Hayden in harm's way at all. So, Devin Haney, I like Devin Haney more than I like Shakur Stevenson. I like them both, though. But I'll right now I'll take Haney in the long run. He seems to be more grounded. He's not going to get out and all that crazy shit. Shakur probably got a legal case on, on his hands as we speak. So, Haney, him and his dad, you know, been very grounded, professional, a young age, very contemplated, professional. I love his demeanor. I love how serious he takes his career at such a young age. And I think that's all kudos to his father. But Yep. Yeah, yeah but nonetheless, man, I don't have very much to say about it, just that, you know, we'll see a showcase. We'll get to see Haney pull out all his tricks. I, I don't know how he's going to project going forward. I want to, one of these days within the next few years, we'll see him in there with a guy, you know, equally as good. And we'll see, is he really that good? We haven't seen him hit. We haven't seen him have to dig deep. It's just all showcases at this point. Well, like I said, he was supposed to fight. He was in the talks of fighting Luke Campbell, who Ring, Ring Magazine has rated the second best, think the second best uh, guy at, at their division at 130. So he was supposed to fight him on the third best. My fault to Comey. I forgot Comey. So the, he's, uh, you know, he's number two. And I, he was supposed to fight him for, I believe, the WBC belt, which somebody must have gave up because they were none of, both of them are champions. So they're ready for him to take that next step. So we're going to see. I think we were going to see this fight, but we'll definitely see shortly what this guy's got, and I think he does have the skills to pay the bills. Janelle, anything on this fight? Devin Haney, the dream, 21-0, and 13 KOs against Antonio Moran, 24-3 uh, with 17 KOs on the zone. Nope, no Janelle. Point leg out. Tap out. Yeah, that boy's probably tapping out somewhere. 
eating bean pies or something. Who who knows? But let's go ahead and take it to the next one. Hey man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. All right. On Fox Sports One, I think this is starting early, so I think it might come on at three o'clock. Boxing might start uh, might come on at three o'clock on the on the West Coast, but I believe it comes on at five on Fox Sports One. Austin Trout in some in some kind of junior middleweight fight against Terrell Gusha. Guasha, I don't know how to say his name, but I think these are uh, two guys. I've seen both of them fight. Of course, we've seen Austin Trout, a veteran uh, in the game right now. More than likely a gatekeeper, but with 30, at 31 and 5, I don't know if he's a gatekeeper. He fought Charlo, lost majority decision to Jamel Charlo. I guess that was, that was his last fight in 2018, about almost a year ago. I guess he was all right. He just went in there to almost survive. I don't know. I don't know if Trout is even a gatekeeper anymore. He retired on the stool against uh, Jared Hurd. He got whooped by Jamal Charlo. Um, you know, but before that, he was on a little winning spree. Out of his last four fights, he's three and four. I mean, one and three. I'm sorry. He's one and three. Uh, Gusha, I think this is a young guy that I saw fight once before. He's uh, 30, well, I said young. He's 31 years old. Yeah, okay, so he fought Laura. I think, yeah, I saw him fight Laura. This is almost damn near a bum fight. Two African-Americans from, uh, from Amer- uh, well, they're both, uh, like I said, two African-Americans from the West Coast. Well, they're out there in the West Coast. I think Gusha is actually from Cleveland, Ohio. But I'm sort of – this might be the worst fight of the weekend. Um, yeah, this is the worst fight of the weekend. I don't know who's going to win this fight. I, I don't think Gusha has – when I saw him fight Laura, I thought he just got washed out there. I think it was a unanimous decision. Um, yeah. He might even got knocked down a couple of times. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I remember being let down by this guy. And Austin Trout, he's a wildly veteran. He's probably going to win. Uh, but again, this is one of those fights that I can't pick because I have no idea what the hell's going on with these these guys. RC Trout versus Guasha, or however you say his name. You interested in this fight? Are you with me? This is the worst fight of the weekend. Man, not so long ago, we were talking about Austin Trout kicking Saul Canelo Alvarez's ass, and it's it's come to this after. Man, times sure have changed. Uh, not really interested in this fight. Feel bad for Austin Trout. Uh, unfortunate circumstances led him into the world of forgotten about in boxing. It's kind of sad uh, that things end this way. Not gonna knock the guy trying to get some money. I'm sure he'll get a decent paycheck. A lot more than what some people work for. Uh, hard, uh, somewhat. I'm the better half of 300 days throughout the year, but um, not not. I, I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out just to see what the see what the old dogs got left, or or as Patty Cronin would say, we'll see what the boy can do. Uh, I'll check it out, but you know, not much to really comment on this fight, man. It's one of the one of the lower level. Back pages, if you will, fight that's on the cards for this week. And I was really surprised when I seen Austin Trout's name on the card. 
Uh, but I can do the common courtesy of checking out the fight when it comes on. Um, if it if it starts early, I I have to be sure to make sure to record that shit because uh, I won't be home uh, until about four o'clock or something like that. So if it starts at three over here on the West Coast, that's just a little too early for me. But uh, I'll do my due diligence and we'll talk about it on Sunday, I suppose. But um, if Austin Trout does not pick up a win and holds another L, well, probably time to start, you know, doing what the lower level football guys like Trent Dilfer did and start selling some Dilfer diesels or some shit like that. So Trout better get a W or else, you know, need to have that real come to Jesus meeting with himself and his family for the foreseeable future and his well-being down the road. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm with you on that. JP, your thoughts on this fight? I disagree with you both. Uh, also, Will, your recall of the Jamal Charlo fight versus Austin Trout is incorrect, if you ask me. That was a close fight. Um, Austin Trout at the end of it felt cheated, and there were people out there who felt Trout had. I don't taken... remember asking you a goddamn thing. Oh shit! Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> that, that, you must just got that shit. <laughs> but uh, no, this fight is worth something. This fight means something. So the guy who wins this fight, Terrell Boucher, um, Terrell Boucher is like a. Tavares Cloud of the, you know, 2006 through 12, you know, time. He's he's around that type of fighter. Now, this guy was kind of highly touted, um, I believe, was an Olympian, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, come a little closer to the phone, man. Oh, you can't get me? Yeah, there you go. There you go. But I believe he was an Olympian, if not mistaken. You know, and um, just hasn't panned out. If you recall, I believe when PBC first premiered, Boucher was one of the first dudes out there. So there were high expectations for Terrell Gachet, but it just never has panned out. Um, Austin Trout, if if his last fight, and I'm not 100% sure, but if his last fight was the Jamal Charlo fight, then Austin Trout still has lost a lot less in the tank. He performed well and gave Trout trouble. Y'all better go back and remember that fight because there was it was, you know, a bit controversial. So, yeah, man, I'm excited for it. The guy who wins goes on to fight a fight that means something. I don't know if it's a title fight, but the the next fight will surely get them to a title fight. And Austin Trout has been a guy who's been competitive against everybody we've seen him in with. Um, there may uh, I can't recall a fight where I could miss something here, but I can't recall a fight where I've seen Trout get smoked. Um, so definitely I'm interested to see. Uh, well, yeah, you definitely had that. And a lot of people felt Trout took that, but, you know, that was open scoring that night. We haven't seen that fiasco since, you know, so – yeah, man, I, I'm excited. I'm not excited for it, but if I'm around, if I'm hanging out in the garage, if I'm chilling and doing nothing, yeah, I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to watch it with a, a Bud Light and enjoy it. So, for sure, man, that, that fight means something. The, the winner of this fight will go on to fight somebody who we really know. So, for sure. <laughs> 
definitely interested in that fight. And my prediction for the fight, ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going to take Trout. Let me take Trout. I'll take Trout. Just outcraft, out savvy, and find his way to a 12-round victory or a 10-rounder. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think I have Trout winning. I remember seeing Gusha looking real weak. Um, twenty-one wins, ten KOs. He's, you know, that is pretty weak. Austin Trout, we already know what he's gonna do. He's just gonna fight and get beat up. So, think it might be all right, but it is the weaker fight of the weekend. Let's see if Janelle's on. Yo, what's up? All right, well, Trout, Trout, Gusha. Yeah. Janelle, I mean, do you think honestly, you can man, beat up Austin Trout right now? I think Trout's a finished fighter, man. He's a finished fighter. I, I just don't think – I think he's just fighting for a check right now. I don't think he has no motivation anymore in the sport of boxing. I don't think it was. Like, after he beat Cotto, of course, he was motivated. At, at that point in his career, he was very motivated. <laughs> I mean, but – I mean, I just don't see anything in Trout right now. I just don't see him. I don't ever see him being significant again. I I don't. If he was to rematch Canelo right now, he'll get knocked out by Canelo right now. If he was to fight oh, yeah, Laura, he'll get beat up again by Laura. I mean, I'm saying if Trout about is just not the same. I think he wins Gaucha. the fight. I think he beats Trout. Oh, okay. I Have you seen this guy before? Trout. He's pretty weak. Like I said, I still say him to win the fight. Yeah, I'm changing my pick now. I'm not going with Trout, bro. I'm changing my pick. I think Trout's a finished fighter, man. He's just—he has no motivation anymore. He's just fighting for a check, just to pay his bills. It seems like you know what I'm saying it's not like that motivation he once had, where he felt like he was among the best. I think he knows he's not the best right now. He knows he's not among the best in the sport, and he had that in your mind. It's just—it's—it's it's no motivation. And it's just like, you know what I mean? I think he loses the fight. I think he loses the fight. I think you guys are getting Trout's last fight, man. Y'all forgot Trout's last fight versus Jamal Charlo. Y'all forgot it. Because that was a controversial fight, and Charlo and uh, Charlo struggled. So, yeah, it's, but it's, those it's, guys, though. And well, both then the it depends on how high you They're fight. very basic fighters. All they are but is they better than Gusha. But they're better than Gusha. Like I said, do we know Trout, that? Trout, I don't know. Yes, we do. Trout, know. We've seen them fight. Trout's been losing more than winning lately. He's not. Man, yeah. I just don't think. I don't think he's motivated anymore. I'm saying that motivation's not there. Mm-hmm. It's easier to lose if he fights. If he fights Charlo again, I don't, I don't think he'll put that spirit trap against against fucking Charlo again. I doubt it. I just don't think. I don't think he. Like I said, that fire's mm-hmm. not there. That fire's not there. It's easy just not to answer the bell again. It's easier just not to go to the gym and train as hard as you once did. I feel that fire, I mean, it's just gone. I feel it's like you. In a relationship, it's like you're in a relationship. It's like you're in a relationship with a woman, and after a while, I don't want to hold hands with you anymore. I'm going to sleep on the side of the bed. I know. That's I called marriage, bro. I'm saying that fire is just not there. <laughs> well, hey, and Trout's not married to boxing anymore. Well, Trump yeah, I mean, would have every reason in the book to take that approach. He has to assume, like we all know at this point, there's no no push behind Trout. Why would there be? He's a crafty. I mean, he's headlining Fox Sports One. 
he's headlining the show. Well, yeah, because he has notoriety. There's still people who remember the Canelo fight. But it's on a shitty night of boxing. It's on the shittiest weekend we've had in forever. But thing is, the crafty black dude left-handed. He don't hit hard. He ain't going to knock nobody out. He doesn't have a bright personality. He don't talk shit. He's just a, a fucking family guy. Nobody gives a shit. So Trout probably is fighting for a check. You think he's retarded? Of course he's fighting for a check. He's like, man, look, I'm not going. The Charlo fight, that was close enough. The Canelo fight was close enough. I didn't even come close to winning either of those fights. So the, the purpose here isn't for me to be pushed to be a champion. I'm out here getting these checks, family. I'm going to be a champion at the bank. Fuck the ring. And, and that's what I'm saying. I'm with I'm with you, JP. I, everything that Janelle said is true, but I don't think that he's washed to where he can't be Gusha. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's that washed. And if he can headline fighting these guys that are right, like Sunday, you know, I right, Sunday show. Remember all this shit Sunday show. I want to hear the policy we, from you on Sunday. Okay, we will. We will. Uh, I mean, on the next show, I, I, you better apologize. Yeah, on Sunday you. we definitely. We they, definitely will. They call me daddy. They call me daddy. Yeah, I ain't calling you daddy. I ain't hey, man, fuck daddy. all that. <laughs> fuck all that. Hey, we gonna go. <laughs> hey, we gonna go to the... <laughs> They'll kill me with that shit. Yeah, we gonna go to the next one. You know, we ain't going to the next one. Um, I'm looking. I don't know what the hell is going on. So, I think we've got scheduled... Mausi Ito versus Jamal Jamel Herring, right? Both of these, I think this is gonna, I think this is gonna be a pretty good, pretty good fight. Uh, you know, when I said at the beginning of the show we might have something, this one might be a pretty good fight. If I remember, Jamel Herring is like the the guy that was in the the armed forces or something like that. I saw him fight, and he uh, whooped some guy. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I remember him fighting. I remember him saying, okay, I, I might want to see this guy again. But He's a Marine, when, I look yeah. on the bo- when I look on the box wreck, um, they don't have them fighting each other, but it says Edo Herring, May 25th, right? That's this weekend. So I'm looking at the poster, so I don't know if it's happening or not. But because box breaks don't have them as they're coming up, but I, I believe this is fight is happening, and it's on ESPN, I believe, and ESPN I think this is gonna be a. I just seen it on yeah, my this, way out of the gym. I was like, what the fuck? And I I, it's, I thought it, I'm pretty sure it said ESPN Plus. I seen it just now when I was on my way out. Like, what the? F- yeah, I, I barely seen that okay. right now, bro. All right, yeah. Well, this is gonna be a scrap. If y'all don't remember this Asian, uh, this yep. Asian nigga, uh, Masito Ito, he gave uh, Pitifo, he gave him that work, and Pitifo gave him a little work, but he got that unanimous decision. He's one of these Asian guys that's out here to fight. Uh, a Japanese cat, we know who's, uh, what's the guy's name that fought last weekend? We know he's, people have him number seven pound for pound. This is a guy who, who has a, who has a loss. He lost in uh, 2015, um, a long time ago. He's 25 and one with 13 KOs. 
I believe that he's fighting. They're fighting for his belt. I believe he's a champion. He's got the WBO super featherweight uh, champion. But he's fighting against Jamel Herring, a.k.a. Simplify. So he was a Marine. He's got 19 wins, two losses, uh, 10 of those losses. I mean, 10 of those wins were by KO. One of his losses, he got KO. I remember wanting to see this fight, but this guy, I believe more than likely, Jamel Herring is about to get washed out of the building by this Asian nigga, Ito. I remember watching them and, and saying that this guy's the real deal. He's fighting. He, he isn't just one-dimensional. You know, he looks pretty good in there. Ito's pretty good. I think Herring made me love his story. I think it might have been his story that got me. So I think this is going to be a pretty good scrap. I remember seeing Herring scrap and uh, wanted to see more. He is the Marine. He's fighting this guy against uh, this Japanese guy for the WBO Super Featherweight uh, Championship. But I got Ito by probably unanimous decision, even though my man's uh, Heron, uh even though my man has been knocked out a couple uh, one time. I don't think Ito is knocking him out. These guys are too small really to get knocked out. But he could get slept. But more than likely, it's going to be a washing, probably eight rounds to four, nine rounds to three, something like that. Ito wins. RC, how do you see this fight? I know a lot of people probably. Haven't heard of either of these guys, but I think this is going to be a pretty good scrap. I have it being the scrap of the weekend. And I, for the first time in a while, I agree with you 100%. Uh believe the name is Misuyuki Ito, and uh, I like the guy's style in this fight. I think that it's a perfect matchup for uh, to be one of the unexpected type of a barn burner type fight, slobber knocker, whatever you want to call it. No slide, no, no, no. Uh, Shade thrown to Jamal Herring or anything like that, but um, I like this fight. I don't think it's going to go to the cards. I think that we can't hear you, RC. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Hello. Hello. You can't talk through the pillow and, and the phone. You got to go phone, no head, pillow. pillow. Yeah. <clears throat> Ain't no pillow. My pillow's on the couch, placed properly where they're supposed to be. Because, uh, you know, might need a minute. And, uh, n- n- never mind. But anyway, I got this fight ending in seven rounds. You know, Harry going to that canvas and going to take a 10-second pan. Mr. Yuki Ito in seven. Ito in seven. JP, I think this is going to be a pretty good scrap. What do you think, man? You know what? I'm going to have to fully digress. Because all these Itos and Inakas and... Mashiakas and all that shit I'm having trouble keeping up bro I swear to god I'm having trouble Keeping up with these motherfuckers In Inido and all that I'm having trouble knowing who's who So and I ain't even Bullshitting Herring I think he's not very good I've never been too interested in Herring Ex-Marine salute But aside from that Yeah I don't know Which one of them uh Mashikawa's this is, man, and so I'm gonna have to educate myself on that stuff. No, it, I mean this is definitely a guy. When you see the name, you're like, all right, Ito. Then I gotta look at him, and then I gotta say, okay, this looks just like this other guy. Let me see who he fought. Oh yeah, I remember that fight. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that fight. This nigga's the real deal. That's how I gotta look at these guys. 
So that's exactly because he looks just like the other Japanese guy we just saw. He's got the, I mean, they don't really look. I mean, if you don't know, if you know them, they don't really look the same. But if you don't know them, these boys both got the blonde hair, little Japanese niggas. I mean, which one is which, right? But when you see, I, I remember him giving Pitta food at work. I remember that like it was yesterday. So, because now, I, I mean, because it was a scrap. Uh, Chris, what was his name? Like Chris Diaz, some uh, Puerto Rican oh, cat, Pitta. right, uh, RC? Shouldn't you know this guy? Chris Diaz, yeah, Chris Diaz. So it was for the it was for the belt when he won the WBO oh, okay. belt. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Oh, I remember Chris Diaz. All right. Yeah, this was yep. back in July of last year. I'm not lost of memory. Yeah, <laughs> you have a lot of memory. You just said you knew this guy's the real deal, but yeah, I remember clowning RC because the Puerto Rican got whooped by Asian nigga. I remember that. That's what that's what keeps my memory clear. Let's go ahead and take it to Janelle. Janelle, Ito versus Yo. Karen. You got anything on this one? No, I don't. I'm with JP. I'm I'm actually confused with all these Edos and Tanakas and and Great Mooters and shit. <laughs> I'm I'm actually with JP on ten percent on it, man. I mean, I got yeah, I got man, I got no comments, man. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, <laughs> man. Well, my thing. We ain't trying to be racist. We're not trying to. I swear this is not intentional. It's the the truth, though. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel you. I mean, is this Eater? I'm with you. Is this Eater? Hey, hey, Will, is this Eater? Is this a Chinese guy who won two gold medals? Is that him? No, this ain't a Chinese guy. This is a Japanese guy. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm a Chinese guy who won two gold medals. That might be who we're talking about. That might be who we talking about next, man. I don't, I don't really know these guys' history. But yeah, but, but yeah, as a, as a pro, he wasn't really that good as a pro from what I am seeing the matches I've seen of him. Uh, uh, the guy, oh, I mean, no, I didn't really. Edo is good. I mean, yeah. No, Edo is actually good. He was a very light puncher from what I seen matches. On 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 HBO, I remember they was amping him up a while back. He fought a few times at HBO, and it's like. I wasn't really impressed with him too much, really. He was just pop shot and trying to act like he's doing something real special when he was when it was just boring as hell. I'm not I'm not sure if it's the same guy though, but I'm confused. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, yeah, I'm gonna just probably say that ain't the same guy because what I saw, this guy was giving boys the blues in there fighting for his life. But yeah, let's take it. Let's take it to the next. Hey man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Back, I, I don't, I can't remember. I think this was this year, earlier this year. I went to the the zone card that had my man Jaime Mungia putting in some work against the Asian nigga, right? But the fight before that, Zhu Khan, Hu Khan, I don't really know how to say this name, was fighting um, for the uh for his WBA regular belt. And I remember going in there saying, you know, who the hell is this guy? Zhu Khan or Hu Khan, I don't know exactly how you say his name. But some Chinese cat looked young, real young in the face, very young in the face. What is he gonna do? This is the first monster that I heard about. 
Zoo Khan or Khan Zoo, the monster. This is the first monster I knew before this other Japanese guy that fought last week. So Zoo Khan comes in here. He's fighting Jesse Rosa uh, Rojas for the WBA featherweight for the WBA featherweight belt, and everybody he he has a whole group of Chinese people there. They they like they've got the little Chinese outfits on the the hair. I mean, I don't know how to say it. Like the ancestral wear. These guys got this all on there. They've got the flag waving. I'm like, all right, let's see. These guys came out here for all of that. Let's see. Let's see what this guy goes goes and does. And he proceeds to whoop the shit out of Jesse Rose, uh, Jesus Rojas. I remember it. I watched it, and I'm like, this guy's all right. I don't know if he's that good, but Zukon is all right. He's another Asian guy. It seems like these Asian guys are making pushes, especially in these these little divisions. What are they fighting? Uh, the world featherweight title. He, so he's the WBA world featherweight title uh, champion. I think he's pretty good. It's hard to tell, but he's going out there to fight for his life, just like uh, E2. Or however you say Oto, however you say his name. But I like Mr. Khan or Khan, however I don't know how to say his name either. But he's pretty good. I'm interested in seeing him fight. He's fighting on Sunday, so we'll just probably check it out. Be able to check it out uh, Sunday morning. He's fighting in China, I believe. So we'll be able to check it out Sunday morning. See if he's any good. He's fighting some guy, Sean Kubo. Never heard of him before. So we'll see. But I'm interested in seeing if this guy is the real deal because what I saw live, his last fight, he might be the real deal. RC, my man Khan, I don't know if you remember him fighting Rojas on the on the uh, Munguia card, but he might be all right. He is a champion. Are you interested in checking this fight out Sunday on YouTube? Uh, I don't remember that one because uh... – yeah, I, I didn't I didn't check out. I mean, I remember vividly the Munguia fight that we're talking about, but I missed the undercard. So I don't really have much to comment on it, but I will definitely check this one out, and I want to see if it's the real deal or just another Asian who's got the wrong face and the wrong body with the wrong name listed on, like, how you guys are talking about. So I'm not going to say they all look alike and all that good, but I, I, I got to see this guy. I, I haven't, I, I'm not sure. I might have seen him, and I might have checked it out, but um, – I'm going to be all in on on Saturday. You said it was? Yeah, no, this is Sunday in China, so that's probably Saturday, early oh, Saturday shit. morning, I would think. So it'll probably, yeah, yeah like probably said, you one check of those, it out Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Sunday one on YouTube. Early morning one. Yeah. And you said that's on the zone, right? No, it ain't on shit. It's just on some Asian, Asian channel, though. I don't think it's on anything. But you never know. We're going to have to check VIP deep on this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you could do that. Exactly. Yeah, it's on the VIP for sure. So we'll see that. JP, this is another another Asian cat. But this guy's Chinese. He has black hair. He doesn't actually look like those other two guys. What do you say about this fight? He's fighting guy that Man, I, I got nothing for my life. Yeah, I got nothing for you, Sam. I got nothing for you. All right. Janelle, 
You said he don't look like the other two. That's right. Hey, what's up? No, no. No, anything on this fight? What fight? The Khan fight. Zutan. Anything on them? Who? Yeah, exactly. So we'll go on to the next topic. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. And that's a, that's a great way to end the previews, who? Because that was a preview of a who's that weekend, who's that guy, Moran, who's Gushia, who's Ido, who's Herring, who's Khan, who's Kubo. Y'all tune in and find out this weekend, and we'll be talking about that Sunday. But let's get to a little news that we've got. Let's go ahead and start with the foolery of the week. Now, JP, I don't know when the fight is. I don't think the bare knuckle fight between Polly Malinaji and some guy in the from the UFC, but a guy that's been bare knuckle boxing already because I saw his last fight. Um, but Malinaji, Polly Malinaji, the guy who, when somebody has is like the heavyweight Malinaji or the middleweight Malinaji. That means your hands are weak. You're feather-fisted to the maximum. And you would think that bare-knuckle boxing is the last thing this guy, Polly Malinazi, should be doing or should want to be doing. I don't know if the money's that low. Or if Malinaji is just that crazy. Malinaji is a guy who I actually think is good for boxing. You know, there's guys that I might not personally like. And Pauli Malinaji isn't even a guy that I don't personally like. I think he's probably a wacky dude. So, you know, I don't know. I've seen him before. I don't know if he, you know, it just is what it is. But I think guys like him, like Kovalev, guys that I might not personally like, I think that they're good for boxing. I think Pauli Malinaji's high boys, the Brooklyn guy, that I think that's great for boxing. But he's going to fight some guy. I don't, I've, I've seen him fight one, Artem. I don't know. I, I can't even remember his name. I, I probably should look it up. But he's about to fight a guy who's done bare-knuckle boxing. He was in the last bare-knuckle boxing fight. He's about to fight him in a bare-knuckle fight in the first press conference, the guy says something, and Pauli Malinaji slaps the nigga. Open hand slaps him in the face. Then gets pulled off real quick. Wasn't that in the gym? Yeah, it was in the gym. It was in the gym. He He smacked him in the face, right? Okay, yeah, I thought it was a... Well, well, it was like a thousand cameras there. I don't know. I thought thought maybe... They were just... They were just doing like uh, they were just getting you know guys were asking questions and shit. Both guys were there, but yeah, that was in the gym. Like you could hear the the, the sounds going off and shit like that. I, I don't think it was a press. Yeah. It was just somewhere where they were both at. No, no, it was definitely in the gym. But it seemed like it was some. It seemed like it was all staged or something like that. I thought maybe it was the announcement for the fight or something like that. I, I don't even remember. But it's the same guy that he slapped the shit out of. So this guy gets slapped, open hand slapped by Pauli Malinaji, right? Then Pauli Malinaji in the last, this is a real press, a, real, a press conference. Um, Pauli Malinaji says, "Hey man, don't put your finger at my face. I'm gonna slap you like I did last time." And the guy 
it takes the guy like five like almost points like he don't he ain't point he's like hey don't point that finger and the guy's like uh 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 like on I'm gonna get you sucker where the guy I don't you probably don't even know what that is but maybe JT does where the guy's like tries to freeze and he's like shaking and seemed like he was he, he didn't want to do it but on the last term he points it he tries he points it and Pali Malinaji spits in his face spits like right when he points the finger. Polymala Naji does the perfect spit where it hits his finger and splits and goes and hits his face. So he got hit by two things of spit right on time. This guy, then they sort of, the guy doesn't get to him. Polymala Naji seems like a gangster. But the whole time I'm thinking to myself, Polymala Naji is about to get bled in this fight. The last time this guy, Artrum, Artrum, whatever his name is, whatever, last time I, I, he fought, I saw him fight, and this nigga was bleeding, like, everywhere, blood everywhere. I don't think Malinaji got what it takes. This is some crazy, and they say, you know, they say you're punching harder with the gloves. A person punches harder with the gloves because there's some protection. So if Malinaji is punching as hard as with the gloves, just imagine how soft he's punching without gloves. I don't know what the hell Pali Malinaji is thinking. Hopefully, he gets injured before this fight. Um, hopefully, he pulls out. Somebody talks some sense into him. Because I think he's still a, a side. It's, or was he on HBO? But I think he's still a guy that does commentary, right? Is he on, right? Is he on PBC, RC? Do you know? I know yeah, he still does commentary. Yeah, I'm yeah, so pretty I sure he still got his good gig with Showtime. Okay, yeah, with Showtime, exactly. So I don't know if he's if he should be out here fighting bare knuckles where boys is getting sliced open, sliced and diced. I think it's sort of crazy, but I don't know what the hell Malinaji's thinking. RC, what do you think about this stuff? <laughs> uh, a whole lot of foolery, that's for sure, but... Uh, you know, if, if Polly can't knock nobody out with some bare knuckles, uh, uh, he's just doing it for the love of it right now. He knows he can't do it in boxing with anyone who's somebody's anyone who's somebody because you know, he, you know, his that time's done. Uh, but I want to say that I read something earlier about this fight not being sanctioned, so there might be a pause on this one. Uh, I'm sure that they're going to, you know, throw a little bit of money around and make be able to make it happen. But I heard that something had happened earlier in the day that where this was not going to be sanctioned, but uh, that was early in the day, around maybe 11 or something like that when I was scrolling through Twitter. So, um, but I'm pretty sure that this is still going to go on. Uh, is it this weekend? Of, I believe so. Um, I can look that up right now. I'll, I'll check it out right now. But I, I know that you know, Polly's talking a lot of shit, and you could just tell he's doing it for the love of it. He obviously um, is way past his prime, and I, I definitely don't think he's doing it. Oops, excuse me, he's not doing it for money. He's uh, he's got money. He always talks about his good gig and all the money he's made from boxing. So it's just for the love of it for Polly. So I'm not mad at him if he's doing it for the love of it. Uh, he he knows how to try to talk his way into selling a fight. You know, you got Polly telling him that. Yeah, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill you and all this crazy shit and spitting. And I feel sorry for the people who's uh, the old white man who's trying to get in between and break him up. The little bit of spit got on him. And, uh, yeah, just <laughs> a lot of ridiculous shenanigans. 
but it's funny though the the opposition that he's facing. You know, he's like, I swear to God, uh, what do you say? Um, uh, I know these guys. Mom and dad thinks he's piece of shit, and it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I was laughing when I was listening to it the whole time. So it's cool to check it out. Uh, uh, with the whole not foolery, I'm I'm always for the foolery from from fighters and things of that nature. So uh, I don't think Polly's. I don't think he's got a whole lot to worry about. And, you know, if he could still stick that jab out and throw some some quick hands without the the gloves, uh, really having them soft hands or anything, maybe he could maybe he could put a little bit of extra power on there for this one. But I'll, I'm excited. I want to check it out. I like the bare knuckle style that they can have it. Uh, I know you were talking about it back in the day when you were checked those out and you were saying it's not for you. Sometimes it could be a little too crazy. But uh, hey, this might be Paulie's. Uh, this might be Paulie's second coming into the fight game. Uh, he definitely needs to pick a better outfit. Boy out there looking like he is uh, Luke uh, Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat with that wide-ass hat. Uh, but, hey, man, uh, I, I like it. I like it. I, I like it mostly because I know Paulie's doing it for the love of it and the the the, the, com- the combat sports aspect of it. I know that he's not just going to sell me short and doing this just to get a paycheck and be out Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I think he needs to stop it ASAP. I don't know what who is. Who I think it's really bad. It's just really the bad blood that he has with the guys while he's doing it. But hey, he's fighting a guy right now who's well accustomed to these rules. Polly's not up on these rules of bare knuckle fighting. I mean, it's different rules from boxing, from what I understand. I mean, I'm not sure the rules itself. I never watched one myself. I only seen clips. But, I mean, he's entering a whole different world that is like, you know, I mean, they're looking to basically make a fucking example out of him. You know what I mean? Uh, and like you say, Paul, he's a light puncher with gloves. I mean, with your bare hands, though, it's easier to bruise your opponent. And that's why guys would cut all the time in bare knuckle matches. But, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Paulie, honestly, if he gets his ass kicked, I think I'll cheer. And come on, you don't spit at another man, man. Come on, you don't spit at another man. That's some disrespectful shit right there, man. I mean, you can say you whatever you want about him. Huh? He told him not to point at him. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on, you don't spit in another man's face, and that's some, that's fucking, you know, that, that's straight disrespectful as it gets, man. I hope he gets his ass kicked. I hope he what would you do, Janelle, if someone spit on your face in one of those kind of face-off type deals? With the fight yeah, still be on? <laughs> Attack with the mask, man. <laughs> well, you'll spit on another man's face. Man. That's some disrespectful shit. I mean, I'm a boxing fan, but really, I want Paul to get his ass kicked. You know what I mean? I oh, want him to get his ass kicked. Hey, he's got. He's definitely gonna get his ass whooped. I mean, it's and it's a damn shame. Hey, JP, what you got on this, man? I know you were interested in this. It's it's happening June twenty June twenty second. But it's crazy, you know, because. It, it's crazy because I was a brother spitting in a man's face. The guess he would be all over the news. This guy's old. This guy's a fucking thug. He's a fucking ignorant fool. He's spitting in guys' face. Come on, you didn't even hear about this shit, really. A mainstream, a fucking, a fucking media don't even talk about this shit. You know what I mean? Because it's bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> I don't think they're talking about bare knuckle boxing, period. It doesn't matter, man. If that was, if, if that was fucking brother going into that shit, I bet that shit would be all over the fucking news right now. It'll make headways like motherfuckers. Yeah, that would be clown little. But, JP, what do you think about it, man? I think you guys are disregarding 
Polly. You know, now you got to know Polly. Now, I've been following Polly's podcast for about two or three years now. So if y'all ain't checking out uh, Brooklyn to the World, go check that out. Now, Polly on there talking shit, homie. Polly talked about how he could whoop and easily whoop Conor McGregor's ass. Like standing up, of course, in boxing. But Polly talks shit. Polly is not no, I mean, what we see in the ring in this kind of high tone, high tone voice guy and how he fights, it kind of looks like he's going to be like a wimpy dude. But Polly is a Brooklyn dude. And he is like a tough guy. Polly talks shit. So that's it, man. I, I'm always kind of interested in Polly because I, I, I kind of know how he carries himself. It gives me a sense of how he carries himself. So with this thing, I believe Polly going to beat him up because ultimately, like I've always said, one of the biggest fights out there is Polly versus Connor. And it's a fight. Now, we know Connor got dogged by Mayweather, but Polly. With his fucking mouthpiece, he out here, you forgot to mention that he hit the dude with the microphone or at least tried. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, so Polly out here going max hard. He told, and he, he on this podcast talking about it like, you know, what kind of guy is this guy? You know, what kind of dude lets you smack him, come back the next week, let you hit him, spit on him? I mean, like, he was like, man, I would have went crazy on this dude. But, man, Polly talks shit, good shit, too. So I believe Polly be coming in them, into these things thinking he's going to kick dude's ass, dude. He don't think he's what we think he is in the ring. That's the thing. Polly has an identity crisis. Why is Polly still actively trying to fight at this point of his life and career with a a formidable, solid career at Showtime. Sure, I'm sure getting paid pretty well. Why is he doing it? You know why he's doing it? Because this nigga is a fucking tough guy, and he thinks he's some Italian fucking kind of tough guy, and that's how he they they he kind of rolls and carries himself. He goes out there in the public and gets into shit. You know, so Paulie is gonna come into this thing now. I hope that he beats this guy. Paulie, the way he's talking makes me think he's going to beat him. This is a UFC fighter. So, and this is a stand-up fight. There's no kicking. There's no takedown. Also, you guys disregarding, hey, man, let a fucking 12-year-old punch you in your face. Nigga, you won't do it twice. So, Paulie, if, if Paulie hits you in your motherfucking jaw, he will sleep you probably. You know, then you can't. What? Like, this, oh, come on, see, here go Willa. Uh, you know, Willis, Thanos Willis, Thanos Willis, man. He might not even made his sleep RC, man. What are you talking about, man? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> man, anyway. Man, Janelle, hold on. Janelle, now. <laughs> now, Janelle, you can speak to this better, man, because you're a fighter, and you know how these things translate better than we do. Paulie, if he were to punch you with his fist, Man, Polly will break someone's jaw, right? I mean, I, I'm someone who's not battle-tested, who's not accustomed to taking shots, then yeah. I mean, but... You don't... I mean, that dude don't crack like that, though, man. Let's, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't crack like that. 
But see, Dude Paulie, is a guy who's see, been Paulie, fighting for 30 see, years, man. At a world-class level, has been fighting for 30 years. He knows how to punch you. I mean, we can't disregard that. You see, the thing with Paul is that Paul is going through this little syndrome that I guess he felt like the Coast Nostra is still as powerful as it once was back in the 60s, back when they had Hoover um, in their back pocket. So he still thinks that the Italians are the toughest motherfuckers in the world still. You know I mean, he's going through that little, you know what I mean? <laughs> that dude's got issues with that shit, man. But, he's just a Brooklyn dude. He's a Brooklyn dude. You know, they, they, they kind of walk with a different swag. They think they all tough. All of them tough. They from the they from Brooklyn nah, and shit. So. I mean, the Italian Brooklyn dudes, yeah, but not not no brothers. Brothers in the hood don't be like that, you know what I mean? I mean, the Italians, yeah, because I guess they try to act like as if the Coast Nostra was as powerful as they once was uh, back in the 60s and before. You know what I mean? But after Sammy the Bull ratted, man, those days are over, man. <laughs> They're not as powerful as they once was. Those days are over. Everybody the point got that is, damn mob mentality. Everybody got that mob mentality yeah. nowadays. It's like back in the days when they'll come out to the hood and interrogate, I mean, and terrorize motherfuckers. Those days are over, though. The motherfuckers are going to come out to hey. the hood today. Point is, me? though, point is, point is, I hope, I hope if this is build-up, Polly goes out here and beats this guy up, knocks him out. Knocks them out spectacular, and we get Polly versus Connor. Man, the, the I'm just I don't I'm not as much interested in the fight itself as I am all the shit the theatrics leading up to the shit the shenanigans that'll go on leading into the fight. Man, Polly versus Connor and shit talk and bullshit. Oh come on, it's not going to get any better than that. So I hope is that that's a big fight, man. That's pay per view. You know, I don't know if it's pay-per-view now because Polly's not even fighting, you know, competitive boxing. But Bare Knuckle, if Bare Knuckle put that thing on and they had it promoted right, maybe Dana White or maybe some boxing type of format, and they put it Bare Knuckle, Polly versus uh, Connor, I'd give them 30 bucks for it, for sure. 